What's going on? This your boy, Chris Simmons, coming to you with another podcast on this breezy Friday for some reason. For some reason, the weather decided that it's going to get cold again. So, you know, I was I went outside and I was like, dang, it's cold out here. So I had to put on my sweatshirt this morning. Not really a fan of that because by this time, I feel like it should just be warm consistently. But like I told y'all, man, being from Ohio, you don't know what you're going to get. So, you know, I stepped out and I was just like freezing, though. But the reason I went out is because y'all know I had to go get my smoothie this morning at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I told y'all I'm into the Island Green Smoothie. I'm telling y'all, if y'all haven't been in that place, I'm telling y'all that's where y'all need to go because it has some great healthy options. Now, I just got the smoothie this morning because I didn't feel like getting the breakfast. I wanted to save a little money, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just got me my green smoothie. So I'm feeling real good this morning. You know what I mean? And then I made me an omelet and some bacon. So, you know. I saved a little money on breakfast. You know, I just made my own breakfast for real, for real. So, you know, it's it's been pretty good. It's been a pretty good morning besides the fact that it's cold and it's raining outside. But you know what? You got to find joy within yourself. So that's what I do every day. I just find joy within myself and I enjoy every single day. Like the weather does not impact my mood at all. I just go out and just continue to live my life. So, you know, that's just what's been going on. And then later today, my parents said they're going to come up here. So, um, they're going to come visit me up here in Kent because I know we're, we're originally from Cincinnati. So that's about a three and a half, four hour trip because they, they said they're on spring break. So they're going to come up here, you know, check me out, see what's going on. Probably going to go out later to a nice restaurant downtown Kent. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I haven't seen them since January because, you know, I was at home for like a month because I had a lot of stuff going on at home. So, you know, I was there um, for for pretty much the whole winter break. But, you know, now I'm back here. I've been back here since January. So it's just good to, you know, have the fam come up, you know, see what's going on, see how they doing for real, for real. But anyway, I want to get into today's episode because I got a really special guest on today. This woman seems like she makes a, a very, uh, a very great impact in her community. Uh, I came across the page and I was excited to be able to reach out to her because it seems like she has a great message uh, when I came across her bio, it says that she's on a journey to improving mentally, physically, and spiritually. So I said, you know what? I want to know more about that. I want I want to have her on the show, see what, see what she means by that. And she also has a podcast as well, a motivational podcast. And it seems like me and her, you know, have the same mission vision of just trying to impact people. And, it, and I got a chance to, you know, listen to one of her episodes. And I was like, man. That's like a lot of what she said, especially in that first episode, really hit me because, you know, it, it, it kind of reminded me of how I got started with my podcast as well. So it just seems like she's just a strong, just a strong woman, just, you know, full of full of passion, just full of determination and, and just full of ideas to, to just share across the world and just, you know, be able to make as big of an impact as she can. So without further ado. Let me introduce y'all to Shannon. How you doing, girl? How you, how's it been? Well, after that intro, I'm doing great. That was the best welcoming I've ever received. Oh, wow. Hey, look, I always try to hype with my guests, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always try to give the audience a little background because I know they come on for the, when, when my guests come on for the first time, you know, I always try to, you know, fill, fill them with, with, just a great intro for them to get excited about the episode. So I'm glad that you enjoyed the intro. 
Oh, for sure. Thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how, how's your day been so far? Um, I know it's about one o'clock right now because me and you are on the same time zone. So uh, what, what, what have you been getting involved in before this podcast and everything like that? Well, I've had a bit of a crazy day. I feel like God put me into this situation because he knew I was going to be talking to so many people about our mindsets and positivity that he wanted to give me a story to share. So in a weird way, I'm thankful that what happened happened this morning. So I wake up at 5.30 a.m. Oh, for real? Hold on, hold on. Paul, (laughs) you wake up at 5.30 in the morning. God is good all the time because literally I do the same thing. I've never, okay. I've never, I haven't met anybody who just wakes up at 530 in the morning. Like that. Wow. You just made my day right there. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, it's funny because that's actually something pretty new to me. Like I was never a morning person. I hated it. But then mm-hmm. I started this journey to improve my mental health and physical health. And mm-hmm. part of that was get your butt up in the morning and start your day and make an impact. So 530 is my new routine. <laughs> This is my twin right here. I'll tell y'all what. She is my twin for real. Like, literally, I say this all the time on my podcast. Like, literally, like, you basically are just like me for real. Like, getting up at 530 because I was on that too. Like, I was I was a morning person, but I was never really that early of a morning person. Like, I would get up at, like, maybe... I used to get up at, like, 730, 8 o'clock. But, mm-hmm. you know, my audience knows my story about my Achilles injury. Like, that literally changed my mindset. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in a I was in a dark place, like physically and mentally. And literally during that time when I was in quarantine, like I decided that I'm going to start getting up earlier. I'm going to start, you know, trying to improve myself. So I just love people who do that because I've always had this thing about I've always had this favor toward morning people because people who get up that early, they got a different drive. You know, they, they don't just get up just because they have to. Like, you don't have to get up that early, but. You know, it seems like you want to get up that early because you're trying to better yourself and, and try to become the best version of you. And I really mess with that for real. Yeah, I do. Like, I love waking up. I actually get excited for it. Like, I used to view it as a chore. But now, I mean, I have a pretty, like, set routine in the morning. Like, uh-huh. I wake up, I start with meditation, mm. then I do visualizations and affirmations and dive into working out and journaling. Because I'm like, before I go into the crazy work day and talking to a bunch of other people, I want to focus on me and what I got to do for myself. <laughs> I'll smile. So this morning, though, okay. I got to tell you, I walked downstairs to go into the gym area we have where I like do all this stuff, the meditation, exercise, everything. And I'm like excited. I'm smiling, ready to go. I open the door, step, and I step into a huge puddle of water because my hot water heater went. Ooh. And it flooded the whole room. Oh, and mm-hmm. it was like, at the time, obviously, I was so upset. But I think, you know, something that I know you can relate to is it's all about your mindset. So mm. I'm like, all right, this is, it's going to get fixed. It's fine. I could do all of these other things later, but I'm up. Let's deal with this. Good thing I found it early. Everything's going to be okay. So that's how the day started. <laughs> well, at least you're able to bounce back for real. I mean, that's so good. I mean, that even though that was like a little small thing that happened, like, you know, average, an average person could have just like let that ruin the whole day. You know, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, like, why did this have to happen on blah, blah, blah? And you know how people be like when just little stuff that irritate them, you know, when it gets to them, they just start like letting 
control the whole day. But it seems like for you, you got that good self-control to just be like, you know what? It is what it is. Let me go ahead and bounce back and not let me not let this, you know, affect the rest of my day. But that that that's that's just amazing. Like, I'm just still trying to get over the fact that you said like you just came out and said I get up at five thirty in the morning because, oh, my <laughs> gosh, like that. That is just incredible because I feel like, you know, in the mornings you have the most control of your day. That's why I love getting up in the morning because nobody's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, nobody's up. Nobody's, you know, texting you, calling you, nothing like that. And the fact that you also work out in the morning is also incredible because I do the same thing. Like when I get up in the morning, I get up at 530. You know, I say my prayer, you know, I brush my teeth, do all that. And then I'll go to the gym around six and I just get in. Like I always like like to start my day off with a workout because it's like it's like my coffee in the morning. It's it's my version of coffee. I don't drink. I don't drink coffee. I don't drink energy drinks. I don't drink none of that because I just got natural energy. My passion wakes me up. You know what I'm saying? I just get up out of bed. I don't need that coffee. You know what I'm saying? I just I just got that natural energy. That's why I tell people I got natural energy. Yeah, it really does help. I mean, your body, like when you exercise, it gives you so much energy. Um, you release endorphins, which make you happier. Like it really does set your mood right from the start of the day mm-hmm. to be in a good mood. And you've also accomplished something. So as soon as you accomplish something, you're like, I was able to do that. I can do anything for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, since you do like to work out, what what type of workouts do you like to do? Because I'm more into strength training. I like to build muscle and everything. So, like, you know, you also like to work out. Like, what's, what's your, like, favorite workout to do? Ooh, well, Monday through Saturday, my goal is to always burn at least 500 calories. And it's always something different. Like, I do hit workouts or I like to run. Running's probably my favorite because it's just, I feel like I really can clear my head. Um, or I'll do like Pilates or something, but that's just my goal Monday through Saturday. But then Sundays, I just started doing yoga and I love it. It's like my active rest day to be grateful, uh, thank my body for all the hard work it's done throughout the week. So a lot of exercise throughout the week and that's my overall goal. But if I had to choose one, I think running would be my favorite. Interesting. Okay. I used to be uh, into running, but then I was like, uh, I mean, I'll run. Well, now I'm trying to get back into running because, like I told you, like with my Achilles, I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even walk. So, Mm -hmm. like, now I'm starting, like, I'll run on a treadmill. Like, I like to do, like, short sprints. I'm not really a distance runner. Um, I used to be able to run, like, I used to like running five, six miles, but, you know, I'm just like, you know what? You know, I'm just cool with doing like, you know, I'll go on the track, maybe do like 100 meter sprints, um, you know, maybe some 200s. Longest I'll do is 400. I'll do a 400. Like if I if I ever go on the track, because we got like a track around here. So, you know, if I, you know, once I get really back to full, full speed for real, I'll probably go back out there, you know, do some sprints. Um, I'm just kind of just taking it easy right now. But mm-hmm. yeah. And I also like how you say you like to do yoga. I, I need to get back into doing that for real. Like. I remember I used to do I used to do yoga videos. Now I never went to a, like a little studio or nothing like that. Uh, I know my sister. She said she do hot yoga. Um, I don't know. I might have to try that to be honest, because I'm always trying to work on my flexibility. Because um, I know I've been tight in the past, so like flexibility for me that's something I need to work on. So I definitely need to get back into doing that yga routine, like doing some uh, namastes and and all that. <laughs> 
I actually, I used to hate yoga. I mm. hated it. I used to be like, oh my gosh, this isn't a good workout. I don't burn that many calories. And I can't ever just like turn off my brain and focus like the instructor is telling me to. Um, but this year, I'm really focusing on my mental health, even with my exercise. And that's why it made me now love yoga mm. and be able to appreciate it more. So yoga is something that's very new to me. <laughs> I'm not okay. a yoga expert yet, but I'd like to try hot yoga and some of the other classes that i've seen okay you know like i said i might have to find me a yoga place around here i know they used to have some um on campus but um i know with the whole virus like everything's kind of limited now so you know hopefully when everything you know really open back up um i'll be able to find me some i also like to do boxing i also found boxing pretty interesting too so um definitely a way if you mad like that's the best way just go to a boxing gym and just start taking out on the bag like i figured like I figured out that when you, you know, release all that anger, release all that frustration, like afterward, afterward, you just feel like a whole different person. I did that like mm-hmm. two summers ago, two summers ago. My cousin, he was a he was like an amateur boxer and he used to, you know, go to the gym and be able to practice boxing. So, you know, it was it was real. It was a new experience for me, but I really found it enjoyable, to be honest with you. Nice. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I um I can't really do boxing because I I had surgery on my right arm where I have like a metal plate and a bunch of screws. Ooh. So like I love boxing for the same reason that you said. Like sometimes when you hit the bag and you get that stress and anger out, it feels so good. Like I can only punch so much right. <laughs> with this hand. So it's kind of like uh, your Achilles uh, tendon. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like after you go through an injury, it's like it's kind of hard and you don't know how much you can push and do certain things with workouts. Right. Yeah. But over time, I mean, you're going to be all right. I mean, we're going to yeah. eventually heal. I mean, I know it may not heal the same way, but, you know, it's better to be able to actually do something with that with that muscle than not being able to do anything at all. So that's what I've yeah. been able to realize. But I want to, you know, go ahead and transition into the, the meat and potatoes of this episode, because I really wanted to, I really, you know, was hoping that you could share, um, you know, just basically your story. Um, because I know that when I listened to the first episode of your podcast, I heard a lot of deep stuff in there and I just heard a lot of, of, you know, just a lot of points that you made and just a lot of, you know, open up about a lot of things that you went through in your life, especially last year in 2020. I'm sure a lot of people could relate to, you know, difficult times. I know it's probably different for a lot of people, but we all went through something in 2020 and, you know, I just found it interesting you know, to when you open up about some of those struggles that you went through, you know, it led you down this path to, you know, trying to get a podcast out there, trying to get your voice out there, you know, to try to make an impact. So I just want to just have, I just want to, you know, give you the floor and just have you explain about, you know, the stuff that you went through, you know, in your past and, and why it led you down this, this path to becoming to try to inspire others. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people might be shocked when I talk about my story because I was not this positive person that is who she is today. Like, if what happened to me this morning happened a year ago with the hot water heater, I would have been cursing up a storm. I would have stayed in my PJs all day. I'd be miserable, not do any exercise, and probably have a glass of wine at the end of the day and feel sorry for myself. Um, So... It took me a while to get to this point, but if I'm going to start at the beginning of this journey, um, it was at the beginning of the pandemic. 
I found out that I was going to be working from home and I didn't really understand the severity of what was going on with COVID-19. Like I thought, okay, we shut down for two weeks. It's like this never ending snowstorm. And then we go back to work. Fine. Then our companies put you back a month, two months. Then it's, we don't even know when you're going to go back. There's no end in sight. And I really went into full panic mode after that because I think it sunk in where I was like, oh my God, this is not a joke or just something they're doing to, you know, cover their bases. This is serious. And there's people that are dying and there's people that are sick. And it's not just even our country, it's the world that is being affected by this. And I started to feel these really intense feelings of anxiety, which I'd never had before. Like in the past, I would get anxious over little things. Like I hate flying. That's always been something I'm anxious about, but I've never experienced it just on a daily basis. And I was starting to have really bad anxiety attacks where like I was, my body was just involuntarily shaking like very, very aggressively. And I'd even get sick from it sometimes. And I was just always on edge going to my boyfriend, my family members, my friends saying, just tell me everything's going to be okay. Just tell me everything's fine. And I have nothing to worry about. Like, let's just bury this anxiety down and everything's going to be okay. And I kept burying it down and burying it down. And then that led into a depression for me because I was just constantly anxious. And I think overall, I just started being like, what is the point? If these terrible fears that I'm building in my head were to come true, then what is the point of anything I'm doing? You know, if, if I'm going to die tomorrow, why get up out of bed? Why get ready for work? If I'm working behind a computer in my living room, that's five feet away. Why not just stay in my PJs? Why put effort into myself? And I overall just lost seeing a purpose in everything. And then overall, just looking at what my life was, it was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Even after this pandemic, what is my life going to be? And who's the person I'm going to be? And I was just so depressed. And that's a dark place to get in. You know, when you you don't know who you are and you don't know what what you're meant to be doing in this world, you know? And I consistently was going to my boyfriend and family saying, just tell me we're okay, tell me we're okay. And what I realized was I'm putting this negativity out on all of them and I'm now making them feel this negativity every day where they have to reassure me. And that's not fair because all I'm doing is asking for them to help me, but I'm not here for them. You know, I'm not giving them the energy that they need from me. And I just wanted to stop feeling this way. I was like, I cannot keep feeling this anxiousness. I'm sick of feeling sick all the time. So towards the end of the pandemic, after months and months and months of dealing with this, I decided to go into therapy because it got to a point where like my family and everybody was going to was like, I can't say anything that's going to help this. Like I could tell you everything's going to be okay, but I don't know why you're feeling the way you're feeling. You know, maybe you need help. And so I went and I spoke to a therapist and I was so ashamed at the time that I, I had to go seek therapy. I only told my boyfriend, I didn't open up about it to anybody else that I actually was going. And I think I was just like, I cannot believe I let it get to this point. Like I felt so weak. You know, so weak that I couldn't get through this myself. And I went there and I wanted her to say, the thoughts you're having are ridiculous and you should just go home. Everything's going to be fine. What you're thinking, don't believe it. You're good. And I, oh, I'm so sorry. That was the volume on my computer. I just turned it off. Um, and uh, 
she surprised me because when I opened up to my therapist, she, she looked at me and she was like, what you're feeling is totally valid. What you're feeling is a hundred percent realistic. And it's okay that you're feeling this way. Like you're not being ridiculous. What you're feeling does not make you crazy. Like these feelings are totally acceptable and something that are real to you. And every time that you're ignoring them and burying it down, you're giving it power. And that anxiety is building power inside of you to take over your life like it's doing. And so, sorry, this is a very long story, but she, um, after giving me those tips, I really had to practice it and work on it. And I started to realize that I was feeling better. And so it kind of showed me that, you know, this feeling I was experiencing, it's not forever. Like if you find the right tips and tricks to put into effort every single day, you can get through this and this feeling won't be forever. And so going through those little bits of moments where I felt like I was seeing improvement, I decided I want to do that with my whole life. Like not just my mental health, but my physical, my spiritual, everything. Like why not, if I could find little ways to improve, why not become the best version of me? I'm just doing a disservice to myself right there. And I also then realized, okay, I'm listening to a lot of podcasters and reading books from people who talk about their journey from five years ago. You know, all these people are like, oh my gosh, I went through bankruptcy and, and all these different, you know, traumas in my life. And, and here I am today, but like none of them were going through it with me. There was nobody that was just struggling where I could be like, gosh, I'm not the only one. And I felt like it would be selfish of me to keep this experience to myself and not help somebody else out there who's going through this. Because let's be honest, everybody is struggling from this past year. Whether we want to admit it or not, a lot of us are dealing with these feelings of anxiety and depression and just struggling. So I was like, let me turn this into a positive. Let me take my mission and this journey. And while I'm learning, I want to help inspire and motivate others and then build a positive community where we all are each other's accountability partners and we can work through this together and just show each other that this feeling will pass. This moment we're in, it will pass and everything will be okay. So I'm sorry, I feel like that was a very, very long way of telling my story, but that's my story. <laughs> I think honestly, you gave like the modified version because I remember in the, in the podcast, you know, you... It's, it's a little more, you know, there's a lot more other details, but I think, you know, the point is you wanted to just kind of get to the point, which I respect, is how, you know, you was in a place, right? You was in a place mentally and it wasn't good because obviously we were all, a lot of people were in that place, in that dark place because we were all self-isolated and we, we didn't have that, you know, human interaction like we were used to. So a lot of it was like, okay, like, what do I do now? Like, I feel like I have these barriers around me and I can't escape them. But that's when you said, you know what? You know, let me turn this into like something great. Let me turn this into like a story. And and that's what I found out because I, I liked when you said, oh, I went back and listened to podcasts, listened to other people's stories. I did some of the same things as well because I listened to a lot of motivation. When I was in my situation, I listened to a lot of motivation. You know, and, and what I find out about people who pursue this type of passion, you know, of inspiring others, a lot, a lot of them, or at least all the ones that I've listened to have a story that brought them to this point. They, they didn't they didn't just get there because, you know, it was a magic. It was just a magic trick. 
they had to endure something in order for them to get to where they are now, you know, standing on stages, you know, creating videos, podcasts. That's what I found out about, you know, that's what I found out that's so unique about, you know, people who are on the journey to inspire others is because they got a story they want to share and they want to be like, look, I went through this, but I made it. So if I could make it, if I could deal with whatever, whatever, what I was dealing with, I can also teach you, okay, this is how I made it. Now, if you may go through something similar or something of, of that caliber where, you know, you feel like you're in a dark place, this is the way I was able to do it. So I, that's why I really love people who, you know, I love to reach out to people who are on that mission because I know personally there's a story. Like when you see like what what I'm doing with my podcast, there's always a story. I always reference, okay, I tore my Achilles. Like I was in a dark place. I couldn't walk. Like I felt like I could have easily just given up and be like, well, you know, I'm just going sit, to sit back for like six, nine months and not do anything and just wait. But really, you know, when people say wait, that don't mean literally just sit there and do nothing. That means like go out and do what you're passionate about. And I took that time to go out and, and, and pursue my passion. So I really enjoyed, you know, listening to that story. I really enjoyed you you coming on and sharing it, you know, once again. I know you shared it in your podcast, but, you know, it's always good to, you know, just be able to come on and, and be able to share it once again because I feel like your story defines who you are. Your story makes, who you know, the pain that you went through, you know, kind of mold you into who you are and who you are going to become in your future. So I appreciate that. Like, that, I know it probably was hard, but I appreciate you taking the time to do that for real. Yeah, and it's it's something interesting, too. Like, I really like how you said you can either take your story, right, like what happened to you, and you can sit back and let it define you in a negative way where it holds you back and it ruins you. Or you can take your story and have it be what propels you, what be the fire under your ass that gets you going, you know? And it's so important that we do that. And I think when you change your mindset that way, like for me, I'm not happy that I went through that. Like it wasn't a good time, but I'm happy from what I learned from it. Like you only get to these points in your life when you overcome those struggles. Like everything that you go through, whether it be a heartache, you lost a job, you lost a friend. Every moment shaped you to get where you are now. So in a way, you have to be thankful for them and view them as blessings because it's the only way that we got to this point that we're at in this very moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one thing that I also like remember uh, hearing from your podcast is that you mentioned that you create you created a vision board. That's that's one of the things I wrote down on my notes, like because literally I did the same approach. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, I don't like where I'm at now. So, like, let me, you know, start creating, like, a vision board. Like, I also did this myself where I started writing stuff down of, okay, what can I do now to work to where I want to become in the future? So, I thought that was also interesting how you talked about the vision board. And I just want you to just kind of just open up about that like like what's on that like what 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 type of visions do you see yourself having in your future yeah so i i love vision boards and i've been doing them for a while but this year was like the first year that i did it the right way because i think what happens for a lot of people and this is what i did in the past was i wasn't specific enough with my vision you know you put happy words and happy pictures on a board and think they'll inspire you but if they're not resonating something you know, if, if you're not feeling a feeling of 
you know, motivation and excitement, then that should be on your board. But, um, you know, vision boards are meant to be that tool that instead of us having to visualize what our dream life is and what we want, we see it and it makes that visualization so much quicker because it's immediate and it's right in front of us. So, um, I went through the magazine this year and something I do before a vision board is I create a pros and cons list of like my life. Like what am I happy that I've done in my life and what do I want to continue? And what are things that I really don't like about myself and I don't want to do anymore? You know, what are the moments I'm not proud of? And so when you look at your pros list of what you want, that is so important in your vision board. It helps you imagine, okay, and how much more do I want to get to in the future? So, um, I went and got a magazine and some of the things that I have are, I have a girl doing yoga because yoga was something I really wanted to get into to work on exercise and my mental health. Um, I have somebody who's journaling because I want to take time to recenter and get, you know, thoughts. Um, Somebody said today in a room I was in, bring your subconscious to your conscious. And a way of doing that is journaling. So to get a lot of those feelings out. I also have somebody who's hiking and kayaking because so I just want to do more in nature. I want to be outdoors more and get away from the screens <laughs> much more than I have in the past. And a couple dancing, which I ended up taking dance classes this year and I'm finding my joy in dance class again. And then little reminders are all throughout the board. So I have those big pictures, but then little phrases like fitness, better nutrition, um, motivate. You only have one life to live, you know, be happy, ignite that fuel that you need and they're just different sayings that when I look at them it makes me believe in myself and believe what I can do and then I can visualize and see my dream life much quicker than I could before okay I like that I love that I love that um I love that point that you made um about just being happy now you know let's say you know somebody listened to this and they're like well how do I do that you know what I'm saying like how do I become more happy in my life I guess you can just basically speak from this from a personal experience. Like, maybe not everybody does what you do, but like, what are, what are some positive habits that can help you, you know, develop that happiness that we that you were just talking about? Yeah, I mean, the the best thing to do to change your mindset is to change the everyday conversation you have with yourself. This is so important to just get into a more positive mindset and be happier. So. For example, a lot of us say, oh, I have to go work out. I mm. have to go to the gym. Mm. Why not say I get to work out? Mm. I get to go to the gym. You know, I'm blessed. I'm able to do this. And right there, you feel empowered. Like, I get to do this. I'm lucky to be able to do this. Wow. So it's things like that. And and thinking, oh, I have a big meeting tomorrow. Or, oh, my gosh, I don't feel like getting up so early. No, I get to wake up early. I get to have a full day of opportunities and possibilities. And I know that sounds very cheesy to a lot of people, but you have to think of the conversations you're currently having. Like, I think a lot of us are very negative and we don't realize it. We're constantly complaining, constantly avoiding and dreading. And instead, we have to get excited and just change that conversation. And for me, that that really does help. Man, I'm just out of Man, I'm just like at a loss for words because that literally is what I tell people all the time. That's literally what I be saying to myself every time I wake up. You know, that's why that's where this passion comes from. I love how you said, "Stop saying that you have to do something and start transitioning to saying 
I get to do it. And that's something I've been saying. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to hear it from somebody else, man, that just really, you know, that really hit deep with me. That really resonated with me because that's the, that's the problem a lot of people have. You know, that's why people can never really, you know, enjoy their life because they always look at everything as a chore. They're like, well, I have to go to work. If you don't like where you work, go somewhere else. <laughs> yes yes exactly and that's the other thing is like you're in control of your life you've got to make the changes if you don't like the job you're at you've got to you're gonna always hate it or you're gonna leave and get better like do something about it you know um something, something else that i really like too is that you know when when things happen in our life like if you stub your toe you drop something in the kitchen uh-huh. that can ruin your day if you let it Right. You can sit there and be like, oh, my gosh, I have the worst luck. This is this painful or this is aggravating. I have to deal with it now. No, just sit back and breathe and breathe and remind yourself of everything else around you. That is so good. You know, if nobody is dying, nobody's hurt. Right. OK, you stubbed your toe, but it's going to recover in five minutes, five years from now. You're not going to care that you stubbed your toe. Right. So don't let it ruin your day. You know, breathe. And acknowledge and practice gratitude through affirmations. That's another way to promote positivity and be happier. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's like, stop letting those little things get to your head. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like for me, you know, I've developed that type of mindset now because it took 2020 for me to just realize that, you know, seeing like, you know, people without food, without jobs, like people getting sick. You know, every day I woke up, I'm like, I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? So I just decided, like, I'm going to go out and live that way. I'm not going to let this little stuff that people try to throw at me get to me. Because I understand that this life is precious. So, like, you know, now I look at life in a whole different way. You know, because of what I went through. Because of what, you know, pretty much everybody went through. And a lot of people, you yeah. know, when they come out of 2020, they're like, man, I'm so glad that was over. Oh, my gosh, it was terrible. You know, people are always trying to move on to the next. But instead of just taking the time to realize, like, okay, look at where you at now. What can you gain from that experience? You know, what can you gain from what you went through, you know, in your hardship? And what have you learned? Because every time I go through a hardship, I look back and I'm like, man, I have a different perspective on that now. You know, back in 2020, I have a different perspective on life. You know, because I understand that, you know, people think, oh, I got all this time. You know, I'm going to just wait. I'm going to wait for the right moment. There's no right moment, you know what I'm saying? Like, 2020 has shown you that there's no right moment, you know, because anything can happen at any time. So if you're waiting mm-hmm. to pursue a dream, you better just go out and do it right now while you while you still living. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I say the same thing. It's like, if this year taught us anything, it's it's how precious life is. Like you just said, it could be taken from us at any moment. So if you, if you want to go somewhere, try something new, you have to do it or you'll never do it. Um, and also too, like, I'm sure that you feel this way too, but when I first started these practices, they helped, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, yay, I'm the most happy and positive person ever. It's a practice. You know, it takes time where every day when you're saying it to yourself, you improve, but it it does take time. Like I'm still not even at the point, obviously that I want to be at, but I just want people to know, you know, it's not going to happen day one. But every day that you do it, you're just going to get a little better and better, and it's going to help improve you. Mm-hmm. I think that was a key. Uh, that was the key. I think uh, some people probably missed that. 
is how you said you got to continue to keep doing it. Consistency is key. Consistency. Like you mm-hmm. can't expect to try something one time and be like, well, I'm supposed to feel it like right away. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to continue to keep practicing. It's just like with, with working out. Now, I always use the example because I feel like, you know, since it's something I like to do, I always like the reference working out is, you know, when people work out for the first time, they expect to lose weight. And I'm just like, well, you can't lose the amount of weight that you want to lose if you just do it one time and don't do it again. That's the thing. Like when people say you can lose this amount of weight in like 90 or 120 days, they're telling you if you continue to keep doing it, you're going to see some changes. So the fact is, okay, somebody gives you something to try and it don't work right away. You can't be mad because of like you, you only did it right one time. It takes more. It takes multiple time to be able to actually develop it, to actually make it into a habit because you got to make it into a habit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it actually takes, they say it takes 21 days to make a habit, Mm -hmm. but it takes 90 days for that habit to become a lifestyle. So if you just think of that, like that's how much time is required for this just to become an everyday routine, Mm -hmm. not even to feel the full effects of it, but that's just how you have, how long you have to let it sit with you before it becomes natural for you to just do it every day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's what I've been trying to do, like. I actually like over the uh, quarantine, I did this 21 day challenge where it was run through this motivational speaker called Eric Thomas. I don't know if you listen to Eric Thomas, but I would definitely recommend if you if if you like motivation, if you like listening to motivational stuff. Yeah. Eric Thomas is a is a really great motivational speaker. Uh, I think he's like one of the best in the world or something like that. But I just I was doing that over my time in quarantine, like because I was like, I'm sick of um just feeling sad and feeling like sorry for myself. So I decided to do this 21 day goal challenge where right now, different goals each, every day. I started just writing down new goals, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's the thing It's like, you know, sometimes, you know, when you got goals, you know, when you write stuff down and you accomplish it, you got to continue to keep writing new ones down. Cause that's how you continue to grow. That's how, you know, that's how people are able to continue to keep learning and continue to keep developing you know what I'm saying, is that they continue to, you know, pursue new things. Because if you just, you know, are just happy with what you just accomplished, you're not going to, you know, really see anything else happen for your life because you 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 stunt, you basically just stunted your growth right there. Because you, you just lied yourself to just stop. You, you, you just stop. Because you just said, I, I made it. Nah, you got to continue to keep climbing. Because if you stay there, somebody else going to continue to keep climbing and then they're going to continue to keep passing you. So, you know, for me, like, I just got in that habit of, okay, maybe I achieve one goal this day, but what can I do the next day, you know what I'm saying? And the next day, and the next day, you know what I'm saying? So I just definitely made that a habit, you know, speaking of 21 days, that was one of the challenges I did, was write down new goals, be able to say them out loud. I think saying them out loud is powerful, you know, telling yourself, telling your mind, I can go out and achieve this, you know what I'm saying? Because the mind is a powerful yeah. thing. Yeah. I think like a lot of people, if you just say your goals in your head, you forget about it. So right. if you write it down, you're seeing it every day and you know that you have to get it done. It's in front of your face. But then when you say it out loud, you're giving power to the universe to make it come true. So I love that. I think that is such a great idea. Yeah, for sure. And, and one of my goals, uh, one of the things I wanted to continue to do in 21 was, you know, I told people, I said, I want to start reading more. So you know what I did? 
I got me, me some. Too. I got me some books. So I got me. This is the first book that I read. It's financially empowered. So I got this book for Christmas. So I got this right here. So it teaches you basically the basics of how to, you know, basically be responsible with your money. And then I got me a book today. I was really excited. I got this one. It's called Limitless. So this is my pastor. So this, my pastor wrote a book and published it in 2021. He released it last Sunday. So I'm going to, you know, get into this book because that's actually the series we're talking about is living a limitless, living a limitless life. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's what, because honestly, there is no limit. There is no limit to what you can do. The only limits that exist, and I've said this time and time again, the only limits that exist are the ones in here, are the ones in your head. There's no, I mean, people try to be like, well, you got to be qualified. You got to be certified. No, you don't. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can go out and do what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have been created to be able to live an extraordinary life. You know what I'm saying? You weren't just created to just live. You want to, you know, go out and do something extraordinary. Or, you know, what I meant to say was you weren't just created to exist. Let me put it that way. You weren't just created to exist. Right? Because a lot of people just exist. They never find who they really are because they always are defined by limits. They always let those limits get to their head. So I'm interested to be able to see what this book has to say. I know he's been talking about it in, in my church service of how to, you know, get on that path to being to living a limitless life and i'll probably find some more information so i'm really excited to start this book i'll probably start it you know maybe maybe later today you know what i mean why not so yeah i um i actually just posted that quote on my instagram page for my listeners was that the only limits we place on the only limits are on like the ones that we place on ourselves and it's so true um, and I actually, it's so funny that your goal is to read more because I have my bucket list hanging up right above me. And one of my items on my bucket list for this year is to read at least six books. That's, that's my goal. So we are on the same path. <laughs> Man, I mean, hey, God is good. I mean, I think this is, this happened for a reason for real. I think I met yeah. you for a reason because, you know, I, I just didn't think, you know, somebody would have this same drive as me. And I think what really got me was when you opened up and said, yeah, I got up at 530 in the morning. I'm like, hold up. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm like, nobody gets up. I rarely meet people like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, wow. Like, I think it, it was just amazing how you open up with that. Um, you know, just just so excited to be able to keep up with you and, and, and what you continue to do. Um you know, as as we come to a close, you know, on the show, I know it's been a very, very fun experience, like probably one of the funnest episodes I ever did, you know, especially for somebody who's on that same mission vision, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I, I, I'm just curious as to what you hope to accomplish, still accomplish in 2021 that you haven't accomplished yet. Well, I'm looking up at my vision board that I have here right now. Um, my biggest goal that I have for 2021 um, that's on that list is to write a book. Mm. My goal in life is to write a book. This like just be able to write a book, but I put it to this year because I'm sick of saying like eventually I'd want to do things. I want to apply it to a time where this is the year I will complete it. So that's my biggest goal is writing a book. But also now, you know, this podcast I'm doing is so new and I'm just hoping to reach more people like you're trying to do as well and just help have these 
open and honest conversations and help inspire and motivate people. So I want this year to be about connections, you know, inspiration and just sending the positive message. I think I think you might have copied my visual. I, I I really think you went into my room and stole it. I I really think that because literally like everything you saying is in line. Like literally that was one of my things on my vision board was to also write a book because I've seen my pastor do it. And so when my pastor did it, I was like, yo, I could definitely do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, yo, like my pastor just literally like came out. You know, in the beginning of 2021, he's like, I'm publishing a book. I was like, yo. That's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, it, I, it can happen. You know what I'm saying? It can happen, you know? So, man, like, that's that's incredible. I, I really, you know, am, am so grateful that we, we ran into each other today. I'm so grateful that you uh, came on this podcast for real. I think I might, I think the return to favor, since you came on my podcast, I'm probably going to have to come on your podcast and we're yes. going to have to do an episode <laughs> together for real. And like I always tell my listeners, this is not, I'm hoping this is not going to be the last time she come on. Because I really think this is like a keynote speaker right here. I really think I can have her on multiple episodes and we can just be able to dive more into different topics. Because I really, man, I'm just feeling good about, you know, I'm just feeling good about this, man. I'm feeling good just, you know, about the conversation that we just had. Because... Man, it's just it's just it's just rare that you find people who's on that same vision. Like literally, like me and her is identical. We we are identical twins. I know it don't look like it from (laughs) the skin color, but I'm telling you, like she literally is me. She's literally me. So I mean, I'm just really looking forward to the type of work that we we'll be getting into this year. And like I said, man, we gonna have her back on and definitely go check out her podcast. It's called You Got This. Uh, <laughs> it's called You Got This. It's the You Got This podcast, and it's on Apple Podcasts, right? It's on the Apple Podcast, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Apple, Spotify. Oh. I, I think I I posted it to like all major listings. You can find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And go and, and also go follow on Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram? You want to go sh- ahead and shout that out? Yes, it's You Got This underscore The Journey. So basically the same name as her podcast. So you got this is her underscore your journey, right? The journey. What was it called? <laughs> you uh, got this underscore the journey. Okay. We got you. We got you. Yeah. Definitely go check out Instagram. She's definitely going to be, you know, having some updates on them, you know, just trying to help y'all stay, stay positive and stay informed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Hey, like I said, this your boy. Chris Simmons coming to a close on this show. Just reminded that this every episode will be posted Mondays at 12 a.m. on our Spotify and our YouTube. So if you want to get some updates, follow us on Instagram at Disinfecting Your Life. And that's no spaces and no capital. Once again, that's at Disinfecting Your Life and no spaces, no capital. But hey, man, like I said, this is your boy. He coming to a close on the show. We out. Peace. <laughs>